You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for another day and another week, so it's time for the opening with Nick Kunzer from Sanlam, Private Wealth. Very firm risk on feeling to this morning. Nick, what has prompted the overnight rally in the US futures? Yeah, morning, Lindsay. It actually wasn't. It was it was sort of a little bit of a sort of flattish open call, but you know, as uh, Europe and uh, everyone else has woken up in this time zone, they've sort of gone on a bit of a buying frenzy. I think it was probably to do with the Chinese GDP data this morning. Um, they were a little bit light to be as as the, the, the estimates. The market is looking for 5.5 percent GDP growth. Uh, they came in at 4.9, but I think anywhere in the world, is, I mean, that's still a staggering number as far as I'm concerned. I mean, 4.9% GDP growth out of the out of the COVID world we've come out of. Yes. But it just goes to show that they're certainly the ones where uh, are, are sort of pushing forward and sort of uh, lead, at least keeping this virus under con- under control. Uh, it must be said the previous was 3.2, so it is better. And then we also had some retail sales out of Charma. They were a lot better than expected, also 3.3%. Um, and then also there was some... Uh, some numbers out of Japan really as well, but either way, it was quite a, as you said, the Far East sort of set the tone, and we almost playing a little bit of catch-up, because you were, were called flat at the open, but uh, out of the blocks, and looks like a start to, it's going to be a very busy week, but a positive start if anyway. Very good indeed. Let's start with the stock exchange. No, actually, let's start with the diary. What have we got this week, Nick? Mm. Oh, lots and lots and lots. So, it starts to get, uh, I think the next couple of weeks, Lindsay, I'm sure you'll allude to it as you, in your different programs, but yeah. the next couple of weeks are crucial ahead of the sort of the November the 3rd president elections. And for me, the big one, presidential debate, I think it's the final one, correct me if I'm wrong, on Thursday. Yes, it is. I think that's that's going to be the, it's obviously the natural one to watch. Uh, and then arguably what happens on Capitol Hill the next uh, week or two as well. Um, you know, House Speaker uh, Pelosi and, and uh, Muchin, you know, they've been unable to break the stimulus stalemate. Everyone's been talking about the, you know, we've had this sort of the markets have been running up on this uh, coronavirus bailout potential stimulus hope, but I think you can put that one to bed. But uh, earnings season continuing in the US, obviously, uh, week number two. The big one for me is on Wednesday, we've got Tesla. You know, that's been the poster child for the, the Robin Hooders, and I say that loosely. Yeah. But uh, they're out on Wednesday. I think it's going to be quite an important one to watch. They, you know, they're talking about half a million uh, sort of car deliveries for the next year, which I think is a bit of a stretch. So that's the big one. And then obviously, and tomorrow also. Tomorrow is also quite a nice one. The, the stay-at-home stocks, so Netflix, uh, out tomorrow. That's going to be quite a one for their third quarter earnings. And then it's kind of we get the usual stuff on the Thursday weekly jobless as well. But then Friday it starts to get uh, quite interesting. So Friday we've got all the uh, the PMIs and the ISHM manufacturing data uh, for October. So out of the US we're getting PMR uh, and the services PMR. And also the same day earlier on we're getting uh, manufacturing PMR out of uh, the UK, also out of Germany, also out of the Eurozone, and also retail sales on Friday. So yeah, we've got a, we've got a busy diary. It should keep us all the that is busy. And then, uh, sorry, let me just add to that. Yes. Uh, locally, and uh, we forget about our local stuff. Locally, we've got uh, South African Reserve Bank's leading business cycle indicator for August. That's due on Tuesday. That's quite a good leading indicator. And uh, we've got some tourism data as well. And the corporate front, a little bit thin, but we still have, I think, the highlight for me is going to be pick and pay out tomorrow with interim results. Uh, long for life, Brian Joffrey's new venture. That's out on the Wednesday. And then finishing up uh, the local diary, we've got uh, Anglo-American production numbers for quarter three out on Thursday. So there we go. Goodness me, you're going to be busy. Mm. Okay, your morning meetings will be packed for the next few days. Let's have a look at what's happened on the Stock Exchange News Service this morning. Not very much at all. Calgary M3 Holdings Limited uh, financial results of six months ended 31st of August. Calgary, another one of those low-cost housing companies, but I don't follow it. Do you? 
No, no, I don't. It, it's, it's, it was one of the ones to look at a few years ago, but it sort of dipped by the wayside a little bit. Okay, let's have a look now then at the spot prices. Um, the futures, as we've already spoken about, after the Chinese GDP number are nice and firm, but let's have a look at the pertinent details on the currencies first of all. The rand has dipped below 16.50 against the US dollar. It's currently 16.49. It's 21.41 against the British pound and the euro Rand is 19.33 with the euro dollar 117.20, which is barely changed from Friday. In the States on Friday, the Dow Jones was up 0.4% uh, to 28,606. The S&P 500 was flat. The Nasdaq was down a third of a percent. This morning in the Far East, Tokyo up 1.1%. Shanghai down 0.7%. Hang Seng up 06 And the Australian all-share index in Sydney up 0.8%. Gold price is holding above 1900 gratifyingly so, up $5 to $19.12 an ounce. Platinum is up a couple to $8.72 an ounce. Where's Palladium, please, Nick? Um, Palladium is quite strong this morning, up 0.96%, $2,356 an ounce. Okay, and the oil price, West Texas is up 0.4%. Uh, my screen has just refreshed itself. 0.4% up for that one, $40.98 per barrel. Last week it was flirting with going uh, below 40 but has rallied manfully. And Brent crude oil is uh, barely changed, just up very slightly, uh, $0.04 cents a barrel to $42.97. Um, uh, um, Nasdaq futures are currently 1.07% higher, and S&P futures are 0.86% higher, so a jolly good start, just below 3500 for the S&P. Stocks making the headlines this morning, please, Nick. What have you got? Okay, so it's all about the financials for me. That's after you know this financials have been a dreadful few weeks. We're really battling to get going, and and finally maybe the stronger ran helping them a little bit. Uh, Ned Bank top of my sort of uh, sort of big cap leaderboard up three point oh nine percent. Stand Bank two point six percent, and Absa two point four percent. MTN as well, also bouncing back, and it's not the oil price. I'm not sure why that's getting a bit of love. Uh, and then Glencore, so Glencore up two point four percent. Rest of the market is generally flat. Uh, but basically, yeah, definitely a, a, a sort of a, a greenish tone. If I look at the, the smaller cap space as well, uh, Afrox, you would have seen the story. Maybe you didn't over the weekend. And another one, uh, David uh, David Shapiro will be crying because there's another one leaving our boss. They yes. are now going private and delisting. Afrox up 37%. That's exactly in line. 24 bucks is where they're going to be taking it private. Uh, and then, yeah... Smaller cap space, not a great deal happening, but it's all about the financials today. A little bit of a, a little bit of a better day for them. Okay, on my screen, I've got Sappy up nearly eight percent. Pick and pay ahead of its results tomorrow, two point eight percent higher. Standard Bank, the financials to which you were alluding, two and a half percent to the good. Nedcore joining them with a two point four percent gain, and just behind them, Absa Group up two point three percent. Downside, Telcom down five percent. Car Track down four and a third after its tremendous run of form. Stenprop down two and a third. Montauk down one and Redefine Property Company down 0.9%. Nick, what about the indices after 53 minutes of the first day of a new trading week? Yeah, so Lindsay, a much, much better start there. All share 341 uh, points firmer, 0.62% for this Monday, 55,388. Uh, top 40, uh, not as well, but still decent, half percent higher, 255 points firmer, 50,953. And it really is quite solid across the board. There's very little indices that are even in the red. We've got uh, resources up by 0.38%, the Finneys up 1.66% uh, higher, industrials also half percent. Uh, having a good day. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, this, and the resources 
0.38% firmer. It's all in the green today for our Monday morning. Very good indeed. Nick Kunza, thank you very much for your time. You'll join me again just after 5 o'clock for the 5 o'clock shadow. That was the opening, and Nick Kunza is from Sandland Private Wealth. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.